I think it's less likely to work if you're not checking all the boxes, just like Tim says every morning. But if I'm checking, you know, nine out of the 10 boxes, um, and, and another thing I did with the, the VWAP, um, the high of the day uh, pattern breakouts, is something that I still do is uh, I size in and out a little bit differently I think than some people. I size all the way in at first. I go all in at first with, with my position on what, what I'm going to risk. And then when it goes up to a, a predetermined amount that I deem as, as profitable, I will sell half of my position right away. And I do that in my mind, and I, it, it may be a bad habit that I need to break, but it has um, deemed profitable for me. And so you're listening to the Steady Trade Podcast, a podcast that inspires traders to make meaningful strides and pursue their passions. Your hosts are Tim Bowen, the lead trainer at Stocks to Trade Pro, Kim Ann Curtin, the Wall Street coach, and Steven Johnson, the up-and-coming trader who's always willing to learn. Together, we'll sit down with experts to talk about their process, the lessons they've learned, and discuss how all traders can level up their trading careers. All right, welcome back to the Steady Trade Podcast, everyone. Um, you know, it's funny... Sometimes they say it's better to be lucky than good, but uh, you know, you know, we've got a, we've got a great we've got a great test a guest today, a steady trade team member, an awesome contributor, and then we've got Stephen, the guy that's better to be lucky than good, uh, quite frequently, and is also you know, in, in the wise words of Red Green, much like Stephen, if the ladies can't call you handsome, at least they can call you handy. And, you know, the ladies never call it Stephen Hansel, that's for sure. So that being said, we've got everyone here. we got Kim, we got Stephen, and we've got Will Beebe. Again, I mentioned he's a, a member of a great contributor to the Steady Trade team. So uh, we, we, we've got an amazing uh, – and, and, again, GameStop going wild today. So we've got plenty God. to talk about. So, yeah. So. Don't stop. <laughs> Welcome, Will. It's so good to have you here. Well, thank you. I really appreciate it. You know, uh, it's it's just been an amazing experience for me. Um, and I just I can't say enough, you know, how important the program is to me. And so um, I'm, I'm definitely glad to be here and I appreciate when, it. Tell us a little bit about yourself so yeah. that viewers have some context for you. When did you join the pro room and or just in general, your trading background? Um, you know, my trading uh, goes back probably about three and a half years now. And I joined the program uh, mid-summer, June, July, something like that. And um, so I've been in the program, you know, nine months, eight and a half months, but uh, I've been trading for about three and a half years. And, uh, you know, like a lot of people, I just, I started, you know, I figured myself as being kind of a a smart guy in finance, whatever, and just started putting money into brokerage accounts, um, you know, subscribing to all the, the chat lists and the, and the Twitter feeds and following this and that. And, um, you know, it was a nightmare. You know, I, I, I can't even tell you the amount of losses I've experienced and, and the hardships by, by, following um alerts and and um just winging it and holding on for dear life and um i was that guy and i uh i mean it, it's just been and it was just a roller coaster you know up a couple thousand down a couple thousand whatever up down and pretty soon i'm on fire and i'm just 
I'm rolling and I, I'm back, you know, and, and then boom, it's over and, and <laughs> on and on and on and on. And, and then I started um, watching YouTube videos and that's when I, I uh, ran across some videos with Tim Sykes and, and, and Tim Bowen. And uh, I was, and then, and then, you know, I was still at that point though, like, ah, you know, yeah, I, those guys started with millions, you know, <laughs> they, they, you know, they just want my money. That's how they make all their money is they charge us all those fees. And uh, it's just not the case. You know, I can't stress enough the, the, the need for a proper uh, education, especially in this industry. It's just, it's really, it's cutthroat, you know, it's, you win or you lose and sure you're always striving to get better, but um, too many people, I think, in trading want to make a C or a gray area, and there's not. There's A, and then there's B. And uh, as soon as you start creating a C or a gray area, <laughs> I like it, that. You, you, you're done, you know. And um, awesome. and so that that's a little bit about my background. And so this year has been amazing. Um, I am a full time trader now. Uh, I'm consistently okay. profitable, and um, it is. I can't thank Tim Bowen enough. I see oh. him face to face here. <laughs> And uh, you, I, I, I truly mean it. Uh, you guys uh, and the rest of the team um, are the reason why I'm sitting here profitable now. And and um, awesome. yeah, good job. Yeah, it's true, well, story. Congrats. <laughs> true story. That's so. When did you go into <laughs> the pro room? Uh, I believe uh, something tells me it was it was June or July. Yeah, somewhere, uh, in the summer, I, pull, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I pulled the trigger on it and. Uh, you know, I, you know, I still got a lot of things to work on. You know, I am by no, and like, and like Tim always says, and other guys, you know, it is a nonstop process. Um, yeah. You always should be learning. That's what's growing. cool about it. That's what I like about it. Yeah. Really, you know, it's like, and that's, I think, a, you know, a, an important thing to people that are getting into this. It's like, if that, if that intimidates you or if that turns you off, well, then maybe pursue something else because, you're never done. You know, it's, 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 it's just, just when you think you've got something, you know, figured out, then the market shifts or, or your setup goes away or, you know, the, the moves change. So, so yeah, I mean, that's one thing I tell people and you've heard me say, hey, become obsessed with this and, and be obsessed with that fact that you're never done. And mm -hmm. if that scares you or intimidates you, then, you know, do something else because you ain't getting there. So, well, well, I'm just curious to ask, um, what, what was it that clicked for you and, and, and how many hours are you putting in a day? Cause I always ask this to everyone cause I'm always curious my journey compared to other people's journey. How many hours were you putting in a day like to get this thing to click? Uh, you know, when I first started, I was probably, you know, I was waking up late, um, a couple hours a day tops, but I put in more time now than I do in, in a, in a full-time job, you know, um, eight, 10, 12 hours sometimes. And then I do take, we, we just off, lost you know. like half the, half the listeners. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it's, you know, I, I, I have a daily. No, I love and, it. I love it. But, but, but and, yeah. <laughs> and Jim talks about the importance of waking up super early. And I do, I mm -hmm. get up at three 30 in the morning Pacific time. Uh, I'm in the chat by 4am. I try to be, uh, um, you know, and, and I, I put in a lot of time and, you know, I, I, I hear from all kinds of people that um, are, are successful business owners that they, uh, 
you know, it, you work longer hours owning your own business. And so I take this as me owning my own business. Yep. I am my own boss. And if I don't put in the time, um, you know, I'm not going to be successful. So right now I can say that um, I put in between, you know, six and 12 hours a day, depending on how heavy the day is. And, um, and then I take a day or two off to make sure I can reboot. But uh, uh, I think the time off is exceptionally important, but um and- I can say this, that Will, I don't, you know, I'm in chat, depending on the day, most days, 6, 7 a.m. And I can't remember the last day he wasn't already there. Um, and and he's, I'm Eastern time. He's Pacific time. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. So, um, and I can't remember the last day. Now, again, I think, you know, sometimes you take, you chill in the afternoon a little bit, I think, but mm-hmm. I can't remember like the last day that I didn't wow. see him there. Yeah. Wow. So that's awesome. Well, I just love that you said that about seeing it as your own business. The, con- the traders that I seem to talk to that are really consistent are entrepreneurial right from the get-go. Like they see themselves as an entrepreneur and this is their business. So that, that's a really great, uh, thing mm-hmm. you spoke to and just the the hours the commitment and it's your business that's like if you are running a business you are going to take it super seriously and that's mm-hmm. what it sounds like See, and i done. think that that's a that you know i think that's what you know we we all hear about the crazy high failure rate i mean you know and, and that, that oh, great man. great point that you brought up and kim too because i mean listen if your name's on the sign out front you're invested. Yep. And I think a lot yep. of people throw five grand in a brokerage account and it's, it's not, you know, it's not like your name's out front, you know? Yep. And yep. to me, I've always approached it that way. And sounds like Will does too. It's like, it's like his name's out front. That's his money. That's his business. And he, he's going to treat it that way. It's not, well, mm-hmm. I blew up my account a couple yeah. months. I'll, I'll take a credit card advance and drop a little more in my Robin Hood. You know, it's like, it's like, that's, and I think that's so important. I think that's why you see that high failure rates because people don't think of it that way. It's yeah, like, well, whatever. Right. I'll it's take like a few a months lottery. off and throw, yeah. And I'll throw some It's like a lottery. I'll, I'll, I'll throw my money out there. I'll yeah. listen to a couple of guys on Twitter and then I'll get the, I'll get the jackpot. It's like, since when does the market act like a lottery? It's like, and lotteries don't really, if you look at lotteries, they don't have a great track record. So. No. Don't get me started on lotteries. With, winning, no, with, Steven, jo- uh, with Steven Johnson and, and, you know, the, the click part is, I think, um, at least for myself, and uh, I would have to think that it has to be a lot of new traders out there, that you have to get to the point uh, that you have to submit to the fact that you don't know what you're doing when you start out and that's okay but you have to be submissive to the fact that you need help you need education you need to put in time and so if you are always at this elevated uh level of you think you know better you think you know this and and think you know that and are unable to accept training and unable to accept knowledge you know mm-hmm. uh, that you're not going to move very far. You're not going to move very far in anything that you want to be successful in. And so uh, for me, so it Will, was getting Will, off that want... horse. Well, so that, that, that horse, let's just talk about that. Cause at the start, you said you came into this cause you thought you knew so much about finance. So, so just tell us a little bit about that kind of, let's say lack of humility at the beginning. And then what was it that pivoted you to realize, Oh crap, I really do need, uh, 
I'm not, you might have been smart. I'm not saying you weren't, but yet right. that this kind of smart or this kind of knowledge, what, what was, what started? And then where, where did you wake, wake up to that? Well, you know, it, it started out when I got out of the service, I went right to college here at OSU in, in Oregon and I got degrees, uh, a, a graduate degree and a bachelor's degree in economics. And, wow. um, yeah, I majored in economics and minored in accounting. And so I can that, that myself... really helped you trade GME, right? You know, right, right, right. right. <laughs> and, so, and so when I started trading, I thought I was just going to be a natural fit for it. But yeah. I can't even tell you how far off day trading is or trading in general from um, organizing a QuickBooks or doing someone's accounting at H&R Block or whatever. <laughs> like none of that matters. And besides the fact that most professors that teach you in college aren't millionaire um, business owners themselves. So I don't even know why they're teaching half of them, but you know, that, that was, that was part of it. When I realized that it doesn't matter how smart you think you are. It doesn't matter what college you went to. None of that matters. You know, it's just uh, trading is just as, um, um, grossly um you know it, it can impact you in the upside and the downside no matter what your background is and so never think that you're too smart and and i did think i was too smart and that was just that so wow it's amazing yeah. <laughs> like, can, can i just ask because like obviously you've got profitable uh, i've got profitable and tim's got profitable and kim's on the way but i'm just like for everyone else like what what was because to get success you find a good process that works for you and you just repeat 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 until it until you learn and it works right until you've got a system so what was your process to get profitable my process uh a couple things i did uh specifically as far as trading related i stopped trading setups for the most part in the afternoon because i was always losing um i i always um uh, narrowed my watch list down to four or five selections in the morning. And I always had a plan, you know, I always had a plan. And so, um, as far as the specific process goes, um, you talking about like, uh, the specific types of uh, patterns. Yeah. It's like, what, how did it click for you? Like, what was the first pattern where we like, Oh, wow, this does this We like track and spreadsheets. So were you just like repeating the process or saving charts or, the, the way I started out to be consistently profitable specifically was sticking to high percentage trades. And that was the afternoon BWAP hold high a day breakout and then swing into the next day. Um, specifically, I would do that over and over and over on small positions until I realized, okay, that worked. And then I would try from there. I switched to the morning, the 945 breakouts, and then I do one or the other. And um, so specifically, uh, that's that's what I would do. And I would track my data on spreadsheets. I have Excel spreadsheets and um, uh, I still had a problem with, you know, bag holding stocks and hoping they would go up and um, adjusting my stop down when it broke through it and then hoping it would go up later. And so once I specifically uh, held to my plan that I created before I entered the trade, um, that's when I started to realize on paper that, wait a minute, okay, this is my, my highest percentage trade. Uh, and I realized that 
you know, I still lose this many times, 40%, 35% of the time, but I'm winning more than I'm losing. And yeah. uh, that's, that's when it, it clicked. And then once I got better and better at that, the afternoon uh, trade, you know, the 1.32 PM type trade, uh, that's when I started looking at the mornings. And then that's when I started looking at the, the OTCs and stuff like that. And so specifically that is, is where I, I started really tracking my data because I never tracked my data before um, June, July, never. Uh, I just kind of kept it in my head as a, as a running, I'm kind of up. Uh, I'm down a couple of grand. I know I'm down. A, I know I'm down a couple of grand cause I'm looking at my bank and, and that's really, you know, <laughs> but it's, yeah. it's, it's, but how insane is it though? Cause I learned exactly the same way. I was like, I think this pattern works. And then I, I just did it over. Like mine was a gap and crap and I just did it over and over and over again. And then like, I started realizing patterns within the pattern where I was like, this kind of gap and crap doesn't work. Or like, for example, was it ENVB or whatever it was today? It was ridiculous. The volume was way too big. And I'm like, that is a big warning sign that this might not work. So did you have that as well on the VWAP poll? Do you just like, is there like signs of this, this is less likely to work? Well, um, I mean, I think it's less likely to work if you're not checking all the boxes, just like Tim says every morning. But if I'm checking, you know, nine out of the 10 boxes, um, and, and another thing I did with the, the VWAP, um, the high of the day uh, pattern breakouts is something that I still do is uh, I size in and out a little bit differently. I think than some people I size all the way in at first, I go all in at first with, with my position oh. on what, what I'm going to risk. And then, when it goes up to a, a predetermined amount that I deem as, as profitable, I will sell half of my position right away. And I do that in my mind. And I, it, it may be a bad habit that I need to break, but it has um, deemed profitable for me. And so I'm sticking to it for now. Uh, and then when it goes up that another one quarter toward my goal, I size out the last quarter and then I let the last quarter ride for the final part of the breakout. And I do that in case it does turn around and go South on me, I've already sold half. And so even if it goes down to my stop, I'm at least going to be at a break even trade mathematically speaking. And, and, um, you know, that may be a little bit different than how some people go in and out, but that, that, I don't I mean, know. I'm curious me. about that. <laughs> Will, what is that? Tim, is that, that is really, I've never heard anybody say that before. No, I mean, I got no problem with it because, you know, basically with the setups of these trading, I mean, you know, again, back to the, you know, we're kind of talking about that view app hold. Typically when they work, I mean, they work quickly. So it is aggressive. It is aggressive. But again, he's been around. He knows what he's doing. So he's just hammering it because when they break, I mean, listen, a lot of them fail. Okay, I, I talk about the okay. you know, no setup works 100% of the time. But when you got that, like a Zila yesterday, it just hangs around, hangs around, hangs around. And when it hit the high of day, I mean, it spiked a buck like instantly. So he's just hammering that and then selling in to the, to the spike and then letting it work. I mean, it's aggressive. But then ultimately, if it fails, let's say it does spike and he doesn't scale out. And it fails. He takes his loss. He said, you know, he said he has a position size cool. that matches his max loss. So yeah. he's catching that quick move. So that's cool, especially bro. in these that's cool. shitty stocks. I mean, that's what they do. I mean, a lot. Yeah. Again, Zila ripped a buck of share at two o'clock or wow, noon yesterday. But then they came back hard. So, you wow. know, he's just piling into that move that he's yeah. seen repeats. So that's it's aggressive. Cool. 
but yeah, I don't, I don't mind I, it if you're, you know, I'm if, you, if, you, if you've been it. around, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I actually treat the same way. Just, just so you know, um, okay. A lot of the times with these first green days, where you know, when you think it's the top, but you're not sure, I'll always just take a third and put a stop in for the other two thirds. And I think I read Mark Wizard, some uh, the, the author, saying that he treated the same way, like instantly mm-hmm. take profits on the first third. So you never down on the trade if you lose. Yeah, that's kind of that house is money methodology. Yeah, you know, exactly, theory, exactly. You know, yeah, you know, you know that way. I, yeah. Worst case scenario, you walk away break even, or or maybe mm-hmm. you walk away with fifty bucks or something. You know, because yeah. you you took that, you know, you you banked that quick move type idea. Yeah. I, I have, a I have had it for- backfire a little bit, but you know. Me <laughs> 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 too. All right, I have a question for all of you guys. Something, Stephen, you just said a minute ago was the pattern within the pattern. I like to thank you, you. I was going to, yeah, yep. That was really interesting. So, do you guys, I'm, I, individually, I'd like to know what you all think about that. Is, is that the key? is finding the pattern within the pattern. And is that only done after like eyeball time after being exposed? Like, do you get to see those patterns within the patterns quicker? Could you could you see them quicker? Do you have to just be here long? long I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go first because I, I always butt in and hence the number one comment on every podcast. Um, my, <laughs> so drink, drink. Um, <laughs> So number one, Kim, thank you for coming back to that. Cause I wanted to make a point on that. Um, I a hundred percent agree because in, in, in Steven and I have talked about this way back in the beginning so much is I think the biggest mistake people make is they just jump all around and they're like, well, I'll try this today. I'll try this tomorrow. I'll try this. And you know, and again, we've, we've been very consistent, Steven and I, in the early episodes, pick that one and yeah. just focus on it. And yeah. Well done, Stephen, by the way, I, that pattern within the pattern and just, and listen, even if it's not working, but at least get to the point where you've, you've at least tried to find the pattern in the pattern. So, yep. And even Will, the way you found your pattern, it was like you, you went through a bunch of other patterns to get to this one that you just just didn't work for you you're like the afternoon didn't work for you so even even searching for your pattern within the pattern will get you i get i get 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 all the ones that are not for you out of the way Mm -hmm. i you know and there's a there's a couple things that i look out you know when you're talking about a a pattern within the pattern like you know, technically speaking, you know, on, on, on breakouts, I know a lot of people like to wait for the breakout and they'll put in buy orders at that breakout. I, I, I like to wait for the breakout. And then oftentimes what happens is it gets stopped right away and there's a pullback and it pulls back below the breakout zone. And people, and, and, and I like doing that because oftentimes I miss breakouts by doing this but I get a lot better uh, position entry by doing that. And um, I like specifically looking for those in those afternoon breakouts or that, or the 945 on a highly volatile stock, a really low vote stock. It'll bust through that breakout, that thing that everybody, everyday trader is looking at. And then all of a sudden, boom, it pops right back down. And that's where I like to pop my, my buy order in right there. And, And I do that because oftentimes those things, when they go through, they have that, first little bit of pullback and um i i specifically look for that that type of pattern um 
on breakouts and I, and I miss a lot of them because sometimes when they go, they go and then I'm done. And I don't try to chase it after that. If it doesn't meet that, that pullback pattern that I'm looking for right away, then I let it run, you know, and look for another high day break. But, um, you know, you specifically, never I don't lose money by missing. Oh, yes. You never oh, lose yeah. money by missing. Yep. Never. Yes. You, yes. you lose money by being early. <laughs> yes. Well said. Well said. <laughs> yes. Yes. I, it, you, you, uh, you, I lose money all of the time uh, doing that. And it is <laughs> definitely more aggressive. Um, I, I'm talking about when I'm talking about a pullback, though, I'm talking about, you know, say a $7 break and it pulls back to 690, you know not way back. I'm just looking for that, that, that double confirmation, I guess, on the break. And so, but yeah, yeah, it's, um, it's something that I definitely lost money on too. So, <laughs> but, um, but for me, Kim, just to answer, yeah, it's um, yeah. like, I'll, I'll look at gappers and then I'll look to short gappers and then yeah, I'm looking for gap and craps and gap and craps is the pattern. But then I'm like, I know that some perform better in terms of probability when tracking the stats differently. So mm. stocks that gap into a high level of volume resistance compared to stocks that gap into light volume resistance compared to stocks that gap into 52-week highs all have different probabilities. So it's all about trading the pattern within the pattern. Is it into low volume, high volume, or 52-week high resistance? And then after that, you've got the anomalies, like how much is the volume, how low is the float, what's the news, where's the sector? And then once you've got that down to trade that profitably, the final step, which is I'm working on now is how do I trade it as safely as possible and profitably so I can scale that up as much as possible. Like, and that's where I'm at now. I'm like, how do I trade this so safely that mm. I can really scale it? And then I'm stuck. I'm figuring it out because I'm not going to, I'm not going higher with the investments until I know I'm safe. Can I, can I ask you a question, Stephen? That first part, that first part you described how did you learn that? How did you learn which ones? Is that based on your exposure to it being Same here for so well. long? Hours, well, pain, losing. Hours. pain, pain, losing. But for those who don't like the pain. In Rocky Three, when the reporter went up to Clubber Lang, and he said, Clubber Lang, what are you predicting this fight? Clubber says, pain. <laughs> That's how you love it. And then I think I'm saving there, every one of these. I'm is, saving is that every pain, single chart of these. Can that pain be put into a little booklet that I, that I and maybe the rest of us can buy to save me? I don't, I don't so. like pain. Um, actually, again, here's you know, drink again, everyone. Mm, no. When it you know, listen no. and listen, I okay. came out with an with a book. I mean, I plan on coming out with more books. Yeah, I. I yeah, no, it's not. You, I mean, and, and, and again, Steve and I have talked about it this in the past. Like, like when yeah. Stephen like was was when did you you know, Tim? When yeah. did you kind of quit short selling these low floaters? Yeah. Pain, man. I just couldn't take the pain and throwing up on my fucking keyboard anymore. I'm like, I'm gone. <laughs> I'm not doing this anymore. And no. if I listen, if I if I buy the breakout and I get stuffed, so be it. But I'm not, you know, throwing up. I'm, yeah. ju I'm just like, I'm not doing this anymore. And, yeah. and it's, and, and like, like Mauxian, M-A-O-X-I-A-N. Uh. He's, he's been on FinTwit forever. Um, I followed him for a decade. He was talking, I mean, he was, he didn't name the name, but evidently somebody 
was like crowing yesterday about being down 250 grand on, on eyes and, and coming all the way back to only losing 2,500. And the guy was like bragging about it. And I'm like, that used to be me. I ain't doing that no more. Okay. I ain't taking those swings and it's just pain. I don't think any booklet. Yeah. Yep. Oh, but I mean, you feel <laughs> yep. physically sick though. Like when I saw eyes at twenty, I'm not joking. I, I, well, I don't know if I'm actually. <laughs> I think I, I think I've had like the kind of the the bile build up, but I mean, I don't know if I've ever actually thrown up on the keyboard, but I've come close. Come close. But, like, but I'll I'll feel sick for other shorts. Like when I saw eyes at twenty six, I'm like, oh, no. I'm like so much pain, so much pain that other yeah. people are feeling. And what was the other one? Um, fell out the day. I can't remember. Exposure. We got it. We, what you guys are saying is it, you know, somebody can tell it to you, but until you're viscerally experiencing that ride on the roller coaster and the pain of that dip, you got up. And, and that's why, you know, again, going yeah. back to the, the, the beginning of this podcast, people, Stephen and I have just begged people $500 accounts, $1,000 accounts. I mean, like it's, you know, if you're going to blow up, okay, you're, you're either going to blow up or you're going to give up. I mean, I mean, it's like, you yeah, have, you know, right. so it's like, just put 500 bucks in and, and, and at least then, you know, it's not, you know, you don't have 50 grand, 500 grand in there. And all of a sudden, you know, at least with a $500 account, your broker's just going to kick you out of the position. Hey, <laughs> you know, it's like, and then, and then you pull a Steven right. and you, you ghost them when they start calling you because you're into your margin and you know, Hey, you block them on caller ID and you know, it's like, Hey, so. I, I think that, uh, you know, you know, it's almost like it's human nature. You have to experience the pain it's, and people, uh, they, they won't they won't change unless they experience the pain. And, and, yeah. and then you almost got to ask yourself, well, when do, when do you change? When do you get the help to, when do you want to learn? When do you want to yep. change your setups? When do you want to track your data? Well, the answer to that is when the consequences are more than you can bear, you know, yeah. when the consequences are more than you can bear, you'll stop drinking. You'll stop hitchhiking. Yes. You'll stop jumping off cliffs in shallow water. You'll stop making yeah. bad trades. You'll stop doing all those bad things, you know, all of Steven's favorite hobbies and, by now. Yeah. And so really, you know, that's what it comes down to. Prostitution, <laughs> drugs, drinking, you know, it's like, you just, you just completely ruined Stephen's entire social life at this point. So Will, so Will, how, how, it, what's your uh, go-to disciplines around, you know, the emotional side, right? When you're on those emotional rides, how do you get yourself back to neutral? Because, you know, that's what I'm always curious about is how does somebody watch themselves, observe themselves when they're doing things that may or may not be in their best interest? Well, for me, uh, you know, and I can admit it, I uh, have always had a negative attitude. And I can't tell you how detrimental that's been to my trading and other areas wow. of my life. And um, uh, I've really lately been really trying to work on that and um having a positive attitude and a positive outlook is mm -hmm. everything and things yeah. don't go my way every day several times yeah. there's there's something that doesn't go my way and i just have to understand that it's going to be like that especially on things that i have no control over and those are the things that i complain about the most <laughs> so 
yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. So totally. I usually, I usually just try to walk away and, and um, mm. when, you know, I walk away, I just chill or somewhere where it's quiet and, you know, 10 or 15 minutes later, I'm okay with it, you know, but uh, attitude, um, it, it's, yeah. it's just the most powerful thing. I, I can't even tell you enough, you know, that's amazing. It's, well, yeah. you're aware enough to know how much that impacts you, that negative oh, yeah. kind of perspective. So that's, yeah. you know, look, a lot of people might be negative, but they're not even aware of the impact that it has on them. So kudos to you that yeah. you're even conscious of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a big uh, a big factor. I can't uh, I can't tell you if if you have a positive attitude and you're positive about um, the process and positive about even positive about taking losses, even though it financially hurts. Uh, and when things don't go your way, um, you have a positive outlook. And I, I don't saying you have to be yippee about everything. Right. You know, right. That's where I was yippee about, about everything. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. But, but yeah, that, that's my thing. Because Bill, I'm I'm the same way. <laughs> You know, and I've actually worked with Kim on this. You know, I, I kind of lean towards that negative side, you know, beat myself up a lot. And I, you know, I think that, you know, you, you got to you gotta stay positive. You can't be a Pollyanna. You know, you can't be like, you know, again, I'll do, you know, I believe the secret. Call up Oprah. She'll, she'll get me out of this bag, bag holding position, you know, <laughs> but, but, it, but ultimately you also got to know that, that the great thing about the market the greatest thing is, and I think this is what a lot of newer, especially the bag holders, I always, I've talked about this so many times. I mean, it's like, maybe some of you have been there. I'm sure everybody, you know, I'm sure Will and Steven have been there. Nothing feels better than unloading a bag, man. It's like, oh, just man. moving on. And you're man. like, it's like, yeah, it's like the sun, it's like the sun comes <laughs> out. And you're like, why did I hold this for hours or weeks or months or years? And, and you'll realize that that is the great thing about the stock market is you can just move on. You know, there's, there's yeah. you know, later today, tomorrow, next week, there's going to be another opportunity. And yeah. that's what's different about a business. Yeah. I mean, you, yes, you lose, you lose the big point. sale. You know, that's I've been there. That's true, Tim. Where you're like, that's man, true. I, I need this sale to make payroll. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you know? And uh, yeah, so. Yep. Yep. It's a really good point where this constantly gives us an evergreen of opportunities uh, if we're prepared to see them, if we're trained to notice where they are. But it's a really good point. That's, that is, so maybe this is a safer road for entrepreneurship than having your well, if own you do business. The work, I mean, that, that's again, I mean you know? <laughs> think about restaurants, like the fail rate around restaurants. I mean, I'm curious, is, is trading where does trading rank up against the restaurant business? They're probably pretty much neck and neck, right? I will, you know, again, I don't know if you could ever get that data, but I'm sure it's high. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's probably, you know, I think they yeah. say two thirds of restaurants fail or something like that, you know? And, yeah. and again, I don't even, you know, they say 90% fail. I don't know where that data comes from, Games but I would, I would, I think it, to, to agree with you, Kim, I would say, you know, restaurants, day trading probably have extremely high failure rates. Yeah. Okay. What, yeah. Whatever the percentages are, you know. But I mean, for those who get kicked back from, you know, the people around them, those you maybe just say to them, would you support me if I wanted to open a restaurant? Oh yes, that I support you in. Really? Because that has just as much of a failure. Exactly. Oh yeah. Right. You yeah. know, construction you know. companies. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I right. mean, well, well, hell, any small business. I mean, yeah. again, you know, you can Google the stats. I mean, I think, you know, 
I think they say, I think it's like five or seven years. If you make it there, you're yeah, like, you I got a great, right. you know, but, but yeah. under five years, any yeah. small business, I think the failure yes. rate's freaking through the rough, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, and cause I, you burn I, through your cash, you borrow all your money cash. from your dad, you know, totally. I call up Kim. I'm like, Hey, you know, yeah. can you, can you, angel investor, angel <laughs> yeah, investor, exactly. can't be an angel investor. <laughs> just, just, just to jump in and add there though, like, cause I, I know my brother, my brother started and had failed like three different businesses, like, like three different businesses failed. Yeah. The fourth one, he's been running like six, seven years. It's doing extremely well. Wow. He's the golden boy of the family that makes me look like the black sheep, but I am rising through those ashes. <laughs> yes, um, you are. Yes, but <laughs> um, that being said, it's, it parallels well into trading because mm-hmm. in terms of trading, you have to blow up three times. Yeah. And then on the fourth time, yeah. you'll get it. And it's like an entrepreneur will have three businesses fail, but the fourth one will work. Yeah. And but- they all require hard work and discipline, Stephen, right? For you to be able to have not given up, you know, for your brother to not have given up, right? For Will to not have given up. Tim didn't give up. Like, like everybody, what, what's consistent here is that you have to be in it for the long haul coming in. It's, it's not, not rocket easy. science. It's not right. rocket science yeah. trading at the end of the day. It's just enduring pain. Like, it's, yeah. it's just enduring yeah. a lot of pain and, and still being committed through the pain. Like yeah. it's, it's about loving the game so much that you can endure the pain and still love it. It's kind of like yeah. that. Yeah. You know, I still, I've told that story a million times. It's like, I just, you know, it's like when you, you know, and, and there's been a million inspirational quotes, but it's just like, you know, Friday nights for me, man. It's like, mm. You know, what am I going to do now? You know, yeah. it's like, and, yeah. and I think Steve, you know, Will's got that. Steven's got that. Uh, hopefully yeah. a lot of listeners got that where it's like, yeah. and I think that's what you need. And, and just like, yeah. you know, any business. I mean, back when yeah. I had my business, I mean, I'm up at midnight making to-do lists. I mean, it's like, what are we going to do tomorrow? It's like, I was obsessed with that. And that's what yeah. it with anything. It's obsession. Sure. Though. Like me, mom's obsessed with ping pong, like obsessed, like, yeah. or being the best at English literature, like, but it's crazy that some people have got this okay, how, friends and families. How's, how's this family's this obsession? That's the game. Not, not, that very, not that good because she's like old and stuff. But I, I don't know. care if she's old. But That's no not, excuse. Not, not, I mean, my game Last is better than his. Last year in Florida, and at the resort, we had a yours. ping pong tournament. Put, put it and there was like a 75-year-old lady. It's better than she, his. she thought she had game. I, I put her in the grave. <laughs> I took her out on a stretcher. <laughs> It was like 11. I would trade you, you. <laughs> him and Will together, and I'd beat the three of you with <laughs> your left hands. <laughs> ping pong uh, sucks. After doing 20 minutes, Rowan and beat me at that as well. Yeah, I love ping pong. <laughs> I, but I never played like you love that, playing me, I'll I tell think you I'm much. I think I'm probably always <laughs> a little buzzed when I play ping pong though. <laughs> Is that enough yet? It's, it's no, I don't play beer pong, but I think I'm always at a party where probably everybody's you know serving beer and it's out it's like summer or my cousin's house. I remember playing ping pong. Anyway, all right, we're going down a, a scary tangent where Tim Bowen is gonna crush mrs johnson and big pong <laughs> which is i will, which, I, will. I know you would i know you would i'm gonna right, get so her on will. face right now i'm gonna oh, get her on face right now i want you to say that to our face i will 
I will look into her so, soul. <laughs> so will, will, in, in classic Dave Goggins fashion, I will take her soul. You're not taking me mom's soul, Tim. You're not taking me mom's soul. Well, I'm going to try to get us back into sanity here and just ask you, for all the new trainers, what are your two or three pieces of advice to those listening to you that are, that are new and uh, shiny and excited? The number, the, my number one bit of advice for uh, someone who's just starting out, and that's, that's actually already made the full commitment to educate themselves. So that's already behind them. They're, they're already on board with getting education because that's number one. But once you're on board is to don't just jump into the, the cauldron on day one, take the baby steps. And I know it's like the cliche to say that, but watch all the videos i see i see new traders getting on chat all the time and they're asking just some of the most basic questions that they would have learned if they would have watched all the videos i sit here still even now i watch constantly i watch tons of steven johnson videos lots of uh, jack kellogg's and 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 uh, all the bones i still got half of his because he's made so many but yeah. but uh just you gotta watch all the material and so you take take your time that that's number one uh because most of your questions will be answered as far on the basic level just by going through the process step by step and then yeah. the the second one would be uh tackle one issue at a time because uh information overload is a killer and it kills me still almost every yeah. day and uh so focus on one little thing one you know if it's time and sales just the, the left side of the timesheet, <laughs> whatever if that's all it is that you get better at that day that's perfectly fine uh but trying to just jump in on day one and then trade like that um or even day two or three or five or ten um is just not reasonable and so where do you stand on social media uh, in the sense of like how active do you think a new trader should be regarding Twitter uh, and or, you know, that big? I, I think that there are a couple, um, it, once you've done your, you know, once you've done your steps, like I mentioned earlier, I think there's a couple good accounts on Twitter that you can follow, but I absolutely do not think that you should ever follow anyone's advice ever on Twitter, ever, 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 ever. Um, I mean, there's been a few instances off of Hindenburg and, and uh, OTC markets that I've gotten a couple tips and things ended up working out after I did the research myself yep. and then gained entry on this art. But, but um, use it as a guide of, of no, maybe sir. what the next hot sector might be or something in yeah. general like that. Yeah. <laughs> yep. yeah awesome. Don't ever follow those leads. Oh my God. <laughs> you will blow up. I, I blew up for years doing it. You will. Well, do you, do you have, what's your Twitter handle? If, if other people watching this want to watch you. Uh, gosh, I, I don't, I don't, use, I hardly go on there at all. It's okay. My okay. name. All the best. Yeah. Good for you. I literally just follow like 10, 15 people and that's it. That's I awesome. Real focused. Good yeah. job. Good job. Yeah. Well, you're amazing. <laughs> you're very inspiring. Well, I appreciate that. I, I, I got a long way to go, but uh, it's because of all you guys. It really is. And, and the rest of the people that aren't on here right now, it's, um, 
like I said, I got, uh, I'm always going to be learning and, um, I'm just, I'm very grateful. So very. <laughs> just to echo what Will saying, and it's the exact same for me, like master one pattern, like master a pattern, master one pattern, get it down, master the pattern within the pattern, then master the next one, then master yeah. the next one. But just master one, don't be a jack of all trades because you'll be the trader of none or the expert of none, whatever, however it is. But right, is that right, Will? <laughs> that is right. I used to, uh, man, I used to just jump in on anything and I didn't even know what a pattern was. Uh, <laughs> I, I really, honestly, until about a year mm -hmm. and a half ago, I didn't know what a pattern was. I mean, I kind of, you know, had an idea, but uh yeah, you have to master one pattern. For me, it was the afternoon high percentage breakout uh, uh, pattern. And, and specifically, you just got to focus on the one until you're, you're, you're really good at it. And you will get good at it if you do it long enough. And then dabble on another pattern. You know, and, like, but... and the question is, how can you not get good at it? If you look at one piece of price action, one yeah. pattern... At one small time frame, like 9.30 till 9.40, 9.30 till 9.45, yes. how can you not master a 15-minute window of one specific pattern? Because there's not that many, you know what I mean? You just, yeah. this one's doing this, that one's doing that. Why is it doing this? Yeah, to learn level two, uh, for instance, people ask me that all the time. And it's important in some aspects of trading, not all aspects of trading. But um, I used to sit there and just watch two specific market makers trade back and forth back and forth wow. for hours and hours until I realized what they were doing. And those guys wow. are the ones that manipulate the market and make the price action go up and down, um, or they start the manipulation and then everyone yep. else jumps on board. But uh, I used to watch that over and over until I was just wow. so sick of watching CIDM, <laughs> you know, just like, Ugh! you know, but that, that's how I learned how to read it that's awesome <laughs> that's awesome well yeah that would be my advice pain what? tolerance well, yeah pain. yeah i mean I, that seems to be the recurring theme but whether yeah. whether it be pain and learning the trades or the pain that steven's mother will feel with my <laughs> ping pong balls <laughs> blazing off of her face <laughs> yeah you, you ever did, did you guys see the other day when the rock was doing the cupping you know on yes. his back that's yes. what that's what Kim that's what Steven's mother's face and upper torso will look like when I'm done playing ping pong with her. So she's got that to look forward to. You're like you're not playing badminton, I'll tell you that. <laughs> so anyway, well, thank, Will, thanks. Uh, you know, again, and I, I we we recently had Crown on. It's been awesome mm -hmm. to have you know you two, Crown and and BB in the chat room. Two of the most amazing contributors. I tell you, it's like you know I said it earlier. It's like there's I can't remember the last time that, you know, I, I get on chat at 637 and, you know, do the good morning and BB's there, man. And every okay. day, you know, putting in that work and, and you're a great contributor, especially with, you know, we're still kind of, you know, hopefully this OTC stock keeps running and our OTC run. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's kind of been his specialty and been a huge help because I'm more the listed guy. So I, every morning he's dropping in those OTC stocks that have, you know, closed it on high volume, closed at 52. So it's been a big help to me. And, and that's, what's great about awesome. the group we have. So, wow. uh, so yeah, well, Very thank cool. you. Thank you, Will. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you, Kim. Absolutely. And thank to everyone, everyone out there, as always, you know, definitely check out 
SteadyTrade.com. Um, you know, any, I don't, I don't know if we necessarily mentioned any links, but if we mentioned past episodes or links or anything, we have the whole write up over there. Check us out on Steady Trade or on, on iTunes, on YouTube. We're pretty much everywhere. And uh, let us know what you think. As always, we're, we're always looking to improve if there's a topic or a series or, you know, we haven't done a book in a while. If there's a book you want us to go over, we're always looking for ideas and drop those, you know, wherever, you know, whether it be on YouTube or on the on steadytrade.com or drop us an email. And uh, thank you, Kim. Thank you, Will. Thank you, Stephen. And uh, have a great day, everyone.